this is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So as always, I'm joined with my excellent producer, Ramon. Ramon B., we call him. How you doing? I am doing excellent, as you say. It's, and, isn't uh, a lovely day outside? It's very nice here in. Uh, What's the temperature out there? I'm going to look it up. We're going to do a weather report. Uh, do we weather, have weather report sound effects? Let's see. For those of you, oh, now we pre-record this. Yes. So it's going to make people sick to their stomach when this comes out in the dead. That's fine. We can show off a little bit. I don't even know. I don't know. Hold on a second. There's got there's technologies now. That's 88 degrees. That's lovely. That's not bad at all. Beautiful. We should record outside next time. Uh, Let's not. Okay. Okay. So Coca Cola. I have a headline about Coca Cola. We do the headlines of the day. We don't know why. Coca Cola. Do you ever drink the Coca Cola? Uh, no, I'm, a, I'm more of a Pepsi guy. Are you really? I'm kind of a rebel. You're part of the Pepsi generation. I am. No, I am a Coca-Cola guy. We shall it's duel, different. sir. It yeah. is different. You know that. So Coca-Cola, I saw this headline, is going to discontinue their product tab. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that, yeah. Yeah. More surprisingly, Coca-Cola apparently still makes tab. <laughs> Who knew? They use that for every retro movie. Somebody has a can of tab in the background. That's right. That's how you know it's from the 60s. <laughs> I remember when they came out with tab. It, that was the, it had like a little waistline to the can, I think, didn't it? It was like a little diet thing. So we're going to talk about real estate today. I, I know that's a shock, but uh, here's what I wanted to talk a little bit about today. So uh, marketing uh, is not something that we talk about much. But database, if you're going to market to your database. Now, the people I coach that make the most money talk the least about and do the least marketing. And the people who make the uh, the more they talk about marketing, the more marketing they do, the less money they make. So I don't know what that is, but the telephone is where all the money is going to come from. So I always say it this way. If you had to get – you know, my goal for all of you listening, if you're not doing this already. So if you're not a fearless agent coaching student of mine or you are, my goal for you would be that you book five listing appointments each week. Probably, if you're new at it, two of them would cancel. You would go on three – and you would get one of those three at 7% and you would keep 4%. Now, that's the fearless agent business model. So you can do the math on how much you would make in your average sales price if you did that. So the agents that I coach that do 100 listings a year, 150 listings a year, 120 listings a year with just one assistant, no teams, um, they also – only schedule five listing appointments a week. The difference is they don't have anybody cancel and they get every listing they go on. 
So at some point, you just get better and better. So to reach any level of of income earning, really, you're probably never going to have to schedule more than five. Now, if you uh, want to make even more money than that, really the easy way to do that would be to start your own real estate company and recruit agents and, and do it that way. So, and and by the way, if anybody is a a broker owner that's out there listening and you are recruiting fewer agents than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some and I mean producing agents, uh, feel free to give me a call. We do fearless agent recruiting coaching also. Uh, not for teams. If you're a team person, we don't, we're not going to talk to you about that. Um, but if you are an owner broker of a real estate company, uh, uh, whether you have multiple locations, one location, if you just started out and you're wanting to build a real estate business, we help you at any level you're at. Uh, if you want to have an event, a fearless agent event for your already existing company, we can do that. Uh, or if you're in a real estate related business like title company, lenders, we do events for you guys also. So uh, you can always call me at 480-385-8810 and we will hook you up. Now, when you have a database, I am kind of a database nerd. Did you know that about me? I knew you were a nerd, but I didn't know. Close we, enough. Yeah. Okay. So database nerd, I actually, back in the old days, they came out with uh, a database called FileMaker Pro. So I bought, uh, which is kind of the most successful database generally. Uh, and uh, so I you know, built, read the instruction manual, built my own database, custom for real estate for me. And uh, one day I was in the Apple store and, the, and I was, had a problem with something. And the guy says, what is that? I go, oh, that's the database I built for my little real estate business. And he goes, wow, look at that. He goes, I, I got to have you talk to this other guy and this other guy who built a database. I actually switched to it, but it was on the same platform. But a database is not, not a spreadsheet. So if you have your clients in a spreadsheet, uh, that's not a database. If you have your clients in like Outlook, uh, that is not a database. If you have your clients in um, address book or contacts in Mac, you know, that's not a database. A database is a where each field is searchable uh, and you can do complicated finds, sorts, omits, that kind of thing, stack them up so you can narrow down on people. Uh, so, you know, I, I actually still use FileMaker Pro for that. So the uh, – and not for real estate but for my other business, this business. So the, the – if you are a coaching student of mine, you're in that database, you know, your picture's there. Now, I also have you in my phone, which is kind of like a little – it's a contact list, not a database. It's somewhat searchable, but I can't do a complex find sort. So if you're going to do a mailing, which, again, I'm not recommending you do, but I did do that when I was an agent. So uh, looking back, you know, I ended up selling my uh, real estate business to another agent, and I looked back over it, and it kind of taught me a lesson that if I had – never done mailing and only done calling, I would have made more money. 
So I'm not sure that all the mailing that I did and marketing I did ever actually paid for itself. It might have, but I'm not sure about that. Now, people who do it a lot that I coach, where where my initial coaching call was somebody, I'd say, do you spend any money on marketing? And they say, yes. I go, how's it working? They go, oh, it's working great. By the end of the conversation, after I've asked them about five questions, they realize they are making no money from the marketing. All the money is coming from the prospecting they do. None of the money is coming from the marketing. They're just flushing that money down the toilet. So, uh, But I'm going to tell you how I did it because I, uh, there are parts of it that I did right. And I am going to talk about not what you're sending but how you get it out. So um, – what I decided I was going to do, and most agents do this, you know, you have people that you market to that are different types of people. So, and you could write this down. So, one type of person would be all your friends, family, acquaintances, okay? And then you've got people that you have done business with in the past. That would be another category of people. Then you've got people who you haven't done business with yet. But they've said they are thinking of selling their house now or in the near future. Then you've got people who maybe you're marketing to them only because they happen to live in a certain neighborhood. And then maybe you're expanding you know, like a farm area, and then which I did. And then uh, – so I would send out postcards to people who lived and, – and again, I'm not recommending this. I'm just telling you what I did. So I – you know, there's 500 people in a neighborhood. I'm mailing to all of them. And then all of a sudden I decide, oh, I'm going to add a new area to that, probably contiguous to it, uh, so I can have the biggest impact. So I add 100 more houses in another neighborhood next to it. So that would be a new area. And then there's realtors that I commonly work with um, that I don't want to market to. And some of them live in my farm area. And then I've got another group of people who live in my farm area. I've had a single conversation with them that went so poorly, I realized I would fake my own death rather than ever have a second conversation with this person. Or they say to me, hey, don't ever talk to me again. You're one of those scummy realtors. I hate you guys. Whatever. you know. So I uh, – went to a seminar and it was put on by a company called Hobbs Herder. Now, I'm going to drink coffee. Do we have any uh, coffee? We do. Enjoy a lovely beverage. Here we go. Oh. It's beautiful. Okay. Now I'm awake. So I went to a seminar. You woke me up, by the way. And they they taught me that, uh, you know, they said, how many – postcards do you – or how many people do you send postcards to? And I said this many thousand or whatever it is. And how often do you send them? I send them once a month. So they said, well, if you send a postcard to somebody once a month, they uh, are also getting another postcard from another agent once a month. And they're probably getting another postcard from another agent once every – and they're getting door hangers and they're getting – Big pens, you know, specialty advertising. They're getting calendars. They're getting sports, you know, junk and uh, recipe cards, newsletters. 
and they they don't know it's you. They all they all looks alike to them. So the the it takes like five of them in a row before they even know it's the same guy. So the the lesson they taught me is always send the exact same thing. Don't send a calendar this week, a recipe card next week, the sports thing the week after that, and then the postcard and then the brochure. They think it's five different agents. So it must look exactly the same, be exactly the same thing. So actually that saved me money. So I just made one generic postcard. So there's no more just listed this, just sold that. It's just one postcard. Bob's the greatest guy on planet Earth. He's the only guy to ever do business with. You know, list your house with Bob. And then uh, then the other thing they taught me was uh, when somebody is new in your database, mail to them once a week, eight weeks in a row – and then they said to do it three times a month after that. I ended up doing it two times a month because I couldn't figure out how to divide a month by three. So they're going to get it eight weeks in a row and then they're going to get it two times. Now, if they're a friend or a past client, they already know you. So they don't need to go through the eight-week blitz. They already know you. They only need one postcard a month. If they are uh, in a farm area, uh, they need to have gone through the eight-week blitz and then get it twice a month. If it's the new farm area, they're in that eight-week blitz and then they're going to switch them to twice a month. If they're a realtor that lives in your area, they're going to never get it because you don't want to mail to your competition. And if it's somebody who said they never want to see or hear from you again, you don't want to mail to them. So – I was driving home one time to my house and there was this big long piece of duct – I had this big picture window in my house and there was this big long piece of duct tape about six feet long and behind it was my postcard. And it said, don't ever mail this crap to me again. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm having an impact. You made an impact. Yeah. So I took him off the list because it just <laughs> made sense. you know. So he was a little creepy and weird but that's OK. So the um, – so the question is, how am I going to mail once a month to my friends and family and acquaintances, mail once a month to my past clients, mail uh, tw- you know, twice a month to the prospects after they've been through the eight-week blitz, mail twice a month to the farm people after the eight-week blitz, and then get people from the eight-week blitz to the two- twice-a-month program and not mail to the realtors and the creepy people. So I uh, am the guy who will lie awake nights thinking up a system to do this kind of stuff. So here's what I came up with. So I gave everybody a code. All the codes started with the letter P, okay? So it's PALS, P-A-L-S. You could do this in your database. So in your database, you have a field where you would put these codes. It's a searchable field. And you could find all the people with the code P-A-L-S, okay? Then the other code is P-A-S-T for past clients. Uh, Prospects are P-R-O-S. If you live in my farm, it's P-F-R-M, P-Farm. And then if you're in the new eight-week blitz, it would be P-N-E-W. 
And then I have two R codes, RLTR for realtors and RRRR for people who I go, I never want to come. Or pirates. Exactly. So uh, then every month has how many weeks in it? Oh, you're asking me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, you're the only guy on the show. Four. Actually, some have five. That's true. That's true. That's true. Once in a while, a month has five. I knew but there was going to be all have four. I should have studied right. for you this right. test. You were right. They all have four. So, um, in week one of every month, I would mail to every single person who has a P in their code. So all the P codes got a mailing. In week two. Only the PNEW people would get the mailing. And in week three, the PROS people, the prospects, the PFRM people, the farm people, and the PNEW people got the mailing. And in week four, the PNEW people only got the mailing. And then each week, I would omit the R people. Okay. So how many times did the PALs get it per month? They got it once. How many times did the past people get it? They got it once. How many times did the prospect people? Well, they got it in week one with all the P's and in week three. The farm people, they got it twice. The P new people got it every week. And then I would just set a date after eight weeks to switch the code on all the PNEWs to PFRMs uh, or to the appropriate code. And that, and that did it. See? It's simple. If you say so. I hope they appreciate this because it took me forever. To that is, that. That is amazing. It literally took me forever. A data nerd would only I really figure understand. all that stuff I mean, out. Really. So I had uh, other codes in the, you know, like you can have secret keywords like this guy is a complete boop, 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 boop. You know, you could put that in there and just find all those people too in case you want to get a big resentment going. <laughs> so again, we are talking about marketing. But I really don't recommend that you do it. But the truth is people will end up spending lots and lots of money. So here's the, here's the moral of the story. Let's say that next week you have to schedule – excuse me. So you have to schedule five more beverage. Next week you must schedule five listing appointments next week. And if you don't, you have to pay me $10,000. So if you have to pay me $10,000 – now, when you book a listing appointment, all the ingredients have to be there. First of all, all the decision makers must be home. They have to actually be a real have-to seller. They are going to sell. They have to have a two-hour window for it to meet with you. They, you have to gather all the information on that call to, to do a complete CMA – which if you're new stands for Country Music Awards. And you have to know how much they owe on their house and they have answered the million-dollar question so you know how much they think their house would sell for. So that's a real listing appointment. So it's not one of these Brian Buffoon pop-by visit crap, you know, none of that. You know, just drop by to – fake like you're taking a fake buyer to a FISBO or something like that. So it's a real live data, real live listing appointment uh, scheduled and you need five in the next week. So in order to do that, you can, write this down, use the phone. 
you could use the phone. For what? For texting? Emails? No. Oh, phone on. calling. Thank you for oh. bringing that up. You can use the phone Wait, not they, for texting and not for emailing. They make calls now. I not for photos, not for cat videos, Oh, for making the phone call. Hmm. Then uh, the uh, or, or you could use social media only. Or you could door knock only. Or you could mail Send out postcards, recipe cards, door hangers, flyers. You could do that only. So if I'm going to get $10,000 of your money, if you don't book five listing appointments in the next seven days, which of those tools would you use? I'd go the mail route. Seems like the easiest. (laughs) Is that totally wrong? Everybody else would answer the phone. (laughs) I like the mail. I'm not a phone guy because I, I, know, I, I didn't know it actually made call. Little room in the padded cell. Yeah, no, I would have sent a selfie you were or something. Complaining like that. about how little money you made. Remember that was a, well. That's we true. just talked. About I guess that. I could use the phone more. Yeah. So if you had to pay me ten thousand, I mean, what are the what is going to give you the best odds of booking five listing appointments? So most people would answer the phone. Most. So if your answer was the phone, would that be true? If that's true today, would it be true tomorrow? Yes. Would it be true next week? Yes. Next year? Yes. So that's always going to give you the best odds. So always go what's going to give you the best odds. Now, when I did my mailing, again, I would find the P codes. I'd omit the R codes. I'd print the labels. I would look for the little screw-ups on the labels. I'd have my assistant. I'd delegate everything else. She took them to the – you know, she would pick them up from the printer or – get the printing done. She would put the labels on it. She'd take it to the post office. I didn't have to do anything except write a check. Uh, But again, I don't know that that actually paid for itself. So, And by the way, if any of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast ever makes any sense to any of you, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, if you are open to the idea of having some help with that, all you have to do is call me. We will do a complimentary, which means free, No pressure. I'm never closing you at the end of the call ever. No one's going to call you afterwards and follow up and say, hey, you're stupid if you don't get your credit card out and sign up for coaching. We don't do that like all the other coaches do. But if you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That's my cell phone. And we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we will just admit that to each other, and I'm happy to help you in any other way I can. And uh, don't think you're bothering me. I'm always happy to talk to you. Always go to fearlessagent.com. Watch our webinar, 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the speaking page, which is where I sell my little speaking gigs. Watch the – I think there's a 25-minute video there that will uh, – help you out. That's an excerpt from a two-day event. And my guarantee is that those free videos would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. Also, subscribe at fearlessagent.tv. Subscribe to that. And um, if you haven't already, subscribe at fearlessagentpodcast.com so you can hear more from Ramon, my sidekick. Can I contact you by mailing you a postcard? You can mail me a postcard yes, anytime. Because right? I, that, that's my mode. He's not going to pick up the phone. No. He, now, you have called me. I have. Things behind your texter. back. It's more of a texter. It's more of a text guy. It's yeah. kind of a 
introvert, I guess you'd say, right? Yes. Is that you, I'm, introvert? I'm introverted, but yet I'm also narcissistic at the same time. Yeah, that sounds right to me. So if you're, if you're thinking about doing marketing, if you stay tuned to an upcoming podcast, we are going to be talking about how not to screw that up. Today it was just the how to get it in their hands and make that easy for you. But I noticed that when I go on agent's website, I see horrific things that I should never see. Uh, they're breaking every rule in marketing. So we will be talking about uh, uh, that with an expert that happens to be on my team. And until we, and again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. Again, subscribe at fearlessagent.tv. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. That's toll-free, day or night. And please do give us a five-star review of this podcast if you would. And until next week, do what we always do. Three things. Have fun. If it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. Be humble after you get all these amazing skills. Stay humble. But above all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.